In this episode of Balancing the Christian Life, we talk to four teenage Christians about how they see the internet. Welcome to Balancing the Christian Life. I'm Dr. Kenny Embry. We'll discover how to be better people and better Christians in a digital age. Let's go. This is an important and honest conversation with four young guys who are early in their Christian walk. They're young, but they understand the internet in a very intuitive way. They grew up with it as a daily fixture, and I wanted to see how they saw it. I mean, we often talk about what Generation Z believes or thinks without actually talking to Generation Z. So I thought I would sit down and see what they thought. The guys you'll meet are my older son, Jake, and three of his friends from church. They play online games a lot, and when I mean a lot, I mean sometimes they're up until 1 and 2 in the morning, times which I haven't seen in years. I have always suspected the games were much less important than the relationships, and you'll find out if I'm right about that in just a few minutes. But I want you to see the world through their eyes for a few minutes. Also, I'm going to guess this is probably one of the few episodes my son Jake will listen to. Jake... Your mom and I would still like you to clean your room. So today on the podcast, I've got four young men who are interested in the internet and Christianity. I've got my son, Jake, and then uh, Jake's three friends, uh, Dylan, Casey, and Jack. And I tell you what, let me get you guys to just introduce yourself. And and Jake, why don't we start with you? Hi, my name's Jake. Uh, I'm a junior. All right. I'm Dylan. I am going to be a junior. I'm Casey. I'm going to be a senior. I'm Jack. I'm going to be a senior. That sounds good. How are you enjoying school so far? I like it. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of non-commitment there. That's one day at a time. The conversation I want to have with you guys is basically how you use the internet. So let me ask you guys, and try not to laugh at this question. In a typical day, how do you use the internet? Well, I spend most of my day playing video games. And then occasionally go on YouTube, sometimes social media. Most of it, probably a solid 70% of it is playing video games. So yeah, okay. uh, most of us do that together. So I also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that goes for most of us. And what games are you usually playing? It depends. Recently, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. But before that, played a lot of Overwatch. and then, A lot of multiplayer games is yeah. what we like playing so we can play together well let me ask you this why are you playing these games uh, i think like jack said a lot of it is so we can play with each other we have six people we normally play with so we'll ask six people to play together but a lot of it's to play together some of it's just fun allows us to talk make memories yeah just hang out you know <laughs> okay i understand what you're saying jack <laughs> that you're making memories what kind of things do you talk about in a video game well a lot of times the video game is just kind of the background of just something we're doing. Same types of things we would be talking about in person, just like what's going on in our lives, like how we've been. Let me ask this. Do you guys ever call each other up on the phone and just talk to talk? No. no. We wouldn't do that through phone. There are definitely been times where we do that through the PlayStation, but for us, since we're on it most of the time, there's not really need to do that exclusively through phone. So let me ask you this, and I think I know the answer to this, but do you think the major reason that you're playing a video game is basically just to spend time with one another? I'd say it's become that. I think before I met these guys, most I just wanted to play video games, but now it's so I can talk to my friends. 
Do you guys agree with that? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Now, let me go back to the question that I asked earlier. What are you guys talking about in these conversations? I think it depends on, like, sometimes what game we're playing. Sometimes we'll talk about uh, just certain things in the game, like what's going on in the game. But like Casey said, a lot of it is what's going on with us, just different things we're doing throughout the day and stuff like that. Kind of life, what's yeah. going on around us and what's going on in our lives and how it affects us and our thoughts on a lot of things going around, especially now because of everything going on this year. We talk yeah. about a lot of like current events stuff happening and like what we think about it. We talked about like how we're feeling about like the new like schooling situation. That was yeah. a big yeah. point of conversation for a long time. Do you find that you feel better when you talk to each other during a game? I think that talking like during a game is almost like better because conversations naturally have like lulls in them and like dips and it allows talking during a game allows you to like if you're not talking at that moment it's not awkward because everyone's just playing the game and Mm -hmm. not worrying about like awkward silence in the conversation so i think it's better than having a real conversation yeah i'd agree with that yeah do you think you talk about important stuff i think to us it's important I think we'll talk about our thoughts on stuff and we think our thoughts are important, but maybe not to other people. Yeah, I would definitely say that I've had important conversations over it. Not like consistently or all the time, but yeah, it it can be used to have important conversations. Really? What kind of important conversations have you all had? And don't embarrass yourself. I'm just just asking for for general ideas here. Uh, Well, uh, recently, definitely for me, uh, we went on a trip and... Because I wanted to sleep in the car, I stayed up all night. And so it just so happened that Casey also stayed up fairly late. And so we just ended up talking, basically, yeah, with the a, game. We had a fairly touching conversation that night. Basically, with the game as a backdrop, <laughs> we weren't even really playing it. So let me ask you this. Do you guys feel closer to one another because of the game you play? Yes, definitely. 100%. 100%. I think the games have brought us closer, definitely. Yes. Definitely helps with awkward small talk as well, because we always have <laughs> yeah. something to talk about, like what we've been doing in the game. or what Yeah, we've when we see each other in person, we'll normally start off by talking about the game, and it'll just grow into normal conversation. A lot of inside jokes as well and stuff like yeah. that. You've heard people talk about, especially adults, talk about the internet. What do you hear from people at church or parents? What do they say about the internet to you? I think in my personal experience uh my parents maybe even my father has told me that i spend too much time on video games or on internet uses i've gotten a lot of um why don't you start making youtube videos or something along those lines (laughs) and i just get a job yeah get a job kind of thing so by the way good advice (laughs) (laughs) what are they telling you the dangers of the internet are I think the main one is just that it's a distraction. You shouldn't spend too much time on it. Like that's the, for the most part. I think a lot of sermons that are preached about the internet are normally in a negative light. There's been some positive ones, but I think most of them are like that the internet is negative. And like he said, you shouldn't spend too much time on it. Like you can use it, but in moderation. Uh, Let me ask you, do you, do you believe that? Do you think that's true? I think it's more on the side of how easy it is to access things on the internet bad things Mm -hmm. more than 
spending time on it makes you addicted because at this point in my life, I think the internet is a lifestyle, not with just entertainment, but school and other things along those lines. So just every day I use it. I think especially now during these times where the world's kind of shut down, the internet's become very helpful, like with school and church recently moved to services and classes on the internet. So it's become very helpful. I think another thing is just that the internet is such a broad term. Like you can be talking about anything if you say the internet. So I, I don't like necessarily think it's fair to say like, you're spending too much time on the internet when it's a very broad term. Like you could consider like us just talking over PlayStation party as the internet, but I don't necessarily think that that's like a bad use of the internet. What do you guys think is a good use of the internet? Well, I think talking to each other over PlayStation party has been a good use for us at least because it's definitely helped us come closer and not just as like people playing games together, but like true friends, like we've really become close, but it started with video games. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that, especially with like breaking the tedium of school because it can like be a lot just like uh, the every day coming home, just doing work. It's a nice way to break that cycle where, and it's also a good motivator where like I can come home, be motivated to do my work, knowing that I can just talk to my friends whenever I want once I'm done. And that can help you stay motivated throughout like the entire school year. I think you're absolutely right, Casey, that when we start talking about the internet, you're painting with a really broad brush because there are parts of the internet that are amazing and there are parts of the internet that are really destructive. What do you think would be better advice? Just be careful with what you're doing on the internet rather than don't go on the internet, I think is more helpful. I think for me, I'd like to be taught what's good on the internet instead of bad. So I feel more encouraged to use the good stuff. But I think when you're constantly told the bad stuff and told to stay away from the bad stuff, that's what's in your head. And like, that's what's fresh on your mind. So you start to, you know, be drawn toward the bad stuff. Do you guys ever look for spiritual things uh, on the internet and be honest? No, not very often. Not really. Not very often. I'm not trying to embarrass you all, but why not? Uh, I think, for me for a while like my spiritual stuff was at church and i don't think that's a great mindset to have but anything spiritual i did was always at church and that's so when i was at home i guess i didn't want to like i don't i don't like to say that but i just i would just rather be looking at something else on the internet do you guys talk about spiritual things in your game yes we have we have yeah we have we definitely have yeah yeah. occasionally we definitely have i don't think it's the most con- our most consistent topic, but we definitely have before on multiple occasions. Let me ask you this. If the church or anybody who is a Christian who was trying to reach you guys, how would they do that? I mean, you guys know the platforms that you guys use, and you guys knew what you're looking for on YouTube or what you're looking for on these, uh, on these platforms. How could they use these platforms to basically reach you guys? That's really tough. (laughs) A a platform I use a lot, uh, especially recently, has been Twitch, which is a streaming platform. And I think recently with uh, our services going to live streams, I think if they would have streamed on Twitch, my brain would just be like, oh, Twitch, I use that. Maybe I'd be interested to watch. Would you want to watch a sermon on Twitch? I don't know. I think it's more the fact that it's Twitch, not necessarily the sermon. It's not that I want to watch Twitch, it's just that 
I know I use that. I know what it is. So I'm more interested in that than something else. I think it's more up to the individual. Most streams on Twitch aren't like an organization. It's a single person streaming. So it's more of just like an influence thing. Like if a single person, just like they would in real life, if they exhibit like Christian values while streaming, then it's going to reach more people than any like official church organization ever could or would. Very smart, Casey. What does that look like? I'm somebody who wants to reach you guys. I get a camera. I open a Twitch account. And what am I saying? Honestly, for me, it's more over time kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like most YouTubers are people who make videos constantly. I've noticed most of them definitely are not the best people and they they don't have the best mouth. And you can really, it really can tell when someone is a good person. Yeah, I definitely notice when like a YouTuber or streamer is like not using bad language. My guess is you're probably not going to tune into a sermon. Am I right in that, guys? Yeah, yes. you're right. Mm-hmm. What would you tune into? Kind of like Jack said, someone who it's kind of obvious that they follow our values, at least not necessarily our religious beliefs, but just our life values. So like kind of like not using bad language. If you watch someone not using bad language, at least for me as a Christian, it's more inspiring. Yeah, it's almost encouraging. Yeah, more inspiring because it's it's obvious. If there was a Christian group of gamers, mm-hmm. <laughs> you laugh. Why? I think we laugh because just on YouTube and Twitch, that's not very common. At least it's not obviously common. They might be Christian and have Christian beliefs, but you can't just like tell from what they're doing. Can I make a really obvious observation here, guys? Hmm. Basically, you guys are a band of Christians who are gaming. Oh, true. That's very <laughs> true. Yeah. What do you think, people who are older than you are, who keep on telling you about the dangers of the internet, what should they understand? I think a big thing they should understand is people are not going to stop using the internet anytime soon. So I think an important thing to realize is if they're not going to stop using it, then we should teach them the good ways to use it instead of telling them how bad it can be. I think there's just a bit of a disconnect with older and younger people on the internet because we've basically grown up with the internet mm-hmm. and older people haven't really used it to the extent we have. A lot of older people probably don't even know half the platforms that we know or half the people on the internet that we know. So, and it's really just... It feels like almost an outsider perspective telling me what's wrong with the internet, even though I have more experience with the internet. When older people try to tell us about the dangers of, quote, the internet, well, the internet is just such a broad platform that it doesn't really do us any good to just talk about how bad the internet, because it could just mean anything. It doesn't help us to say that the internet is bad when maybe we're using the internet to just talk to each other. Let me ask you this. How have you guys been worshiping lately? Well, for uh, me, because I broke my ankle, I have to worship at home. It's much more convenient. So Mm -hmm. the internet allows me to worship in a much easier way than it would be without it. So in that sense, it can be very good. I think now um, this whole situation with uh, worshiping over the internet is almost like helpful to those people that maybe 
were criticizing the internet without really knowing because now they know that like we use the a lot of what we use the internet is the same type of thing that we're using the internet to worship for so like it's just a more convenient way to worship now with the whole uh global uh pandemic going on just like it's easier for us to talk over the internet because we don't want to leave our house it's it's like almost like parallel and i hope that people understand that now what do you lose by not going to the building you definitely lose that personal connection just being with people i think a lot of i mean the church is the people and not being with the people definitely has a disconnect and it can cause some people to fall away and well i don't have to go because nobody will know if i logged onto the stream or not so yeah so you see strengths and weaknesses both ways is that accurate definitely yeah. yes i think kind of what jack said with the people a big thing we're taught in church is fellowship and you only get that fellowship part at live services or live as in uh, at the building because you can't really talk to people online. So I think maybe that's something we should learn or hopefully try to do is because right now all we have is the sermon and the Lord's supper and then occasional singing. So we should try to have a social aspect if we're going to do it online. Like what? I don't know. I guess when we were Um, talking about Twitch earlier, they have chat rooms. I I mean, yeah, I, I haven't used it much. Casey would probably know more about it, but honestly, Discord has fairly good chat rooms from what I understand where you can like group off people since like the congregation as a whole can't like all be in one chat room. That's unrealistic and will just be too chaotic. So like there, if we really wanted to, we could like find a way to be able to like divvy up people for a more social aspect. Um, maybe like uh, in a, in a, in and a lot of time after service so that we can still get that fellowship even if we are forced to stay at home and watch services i think even something like zoom would be yeah helpful for that like even if you don't have the main service on zoom you have like a little zoom chat room after services that opens up just for people to talk because like people are that's the thing people are missing the most from services at the building so it would just help like this, the social aspect and the fellowship aspect. I'm guessing this is not any of your all's platforms, but I think one of the things you guys are describing is social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing you guys aren't on Facebook or you probably have an account, but you don't really use it. Do you see how social media might be useful here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it gives you that social connection. I think a lot of people see social media as like a popularity contest. And I think that's kind of, that's what it's become. But I think you can still definitely use it just to have that social interaction, be it digitally. It's definitely a double-edged sword. I personally think social media, at least from what it's become, has become more bad than good. But I don't think that necessarily means it's inherently more bad than good. I think it's a great idea because it gives you that social connection with people you can't see in person. But I think the way people have been using it is not great. I think that's what kind of makes it a double-edged sword. Well, listen, guys, I've really enjoyed this. This has been great. I really appreciate your insights on this. I think you guys probably represent an entire generation in more ways than you know. So I want to thank you guys for, for doing this for me. Yes. No for problem. Having us. Thanks for having us. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. 
I think one of the things which impressed me is how important they saw authenticity. They aren't searching for sermons, but they crave character. They want people who act like Christians, and they found that in each other's company. I think they also understand the internet isn't going anywhere, and they'd love some guidance on how to use it well. I'm proud of these guys, and I really appreciate their perspective. Next week, I want to introduce you to a guy who's teaching ethical leadership in a podcast. It was a great conversation, and I'm excited to introduce you to him. So until next week, let's be good and do good.